Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 25 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. We are continuing our platoon lineup options from episode 24. This is part two with guests Brooks Knudsen and Stephen Risotto. Enjoy. Stephen comes in, my little transition. Uh, Stephen, if you want to stay in the same style, kind of talk about the bench first and then go to lineup, that works for me. Yeah, that's what I will do. Yeah, so Blake Snell, we're going to knock him off for now. Just as an example, we're going to place walker bueller on the mound the young 26 year old from vanderbilt who has been so tough so tough not just on the giants but everybody in the game so we'll use him as our example uh starting the game as we mentioned and i'm just going to kind of go based off the same um algorithm and the same uh, plate appearances the last 150 as brooks mentioned uh and when he sent me this, I agreed with a lot of the names that were on there. So I didn't really have any objections. So this is what we're going to do on the bench. The first guy on the bench, this might come as a shock, but the surplus of infielders, uh, unfortunately puts Donovan Solano on the bench against right-handed pitching. Donovan Solano had a, uh, 119 weighted runs created plus against right-handed pitching. So you might be thinking, that's pretty good. Why isn't he, you know, almost 20% above league average. Why isn't he in there? There's a little bit better options. And plus, as I mentioned, the infield is absolutely stacked with offense. So Donovan Solano is going to kind of take a back seat here, maybe use him off the bench against a guy, you know, left-handed pitcher. Um, but, you know, he's, he's not horrible against right-handed pitching, you know, 314 average with a, you know, 353, 450 slash line two homers. So yeah, I think a walk-off homer against a right-handed pitcher, remember? So it's definitely interesting to see him on the bench, but I think that is the right way to go. Also on the bench, ladies and gentlemen, Evan Longoria. So Evan Longoria was in Brooks's lineup against left-handed pitching, but he's on the bench here against right-handed pitching. And as we mentioned, that's a lot of money on the bench. Uh, <laughs> that That's, I mean... But, yeah, he's pretty much a platoon guy at this point. Uh, the problem is, and we'll get into this in just a second, third base is kind of thin when it comes to left-handed bats on this active roster. But we'll get into that a little bit. Longoria, of course, 82 weighted runs created plus, 232 average against right-handed pitching. It, you know, it was not looking good for him. But, Again, a guy that you want off the bench against left-handed pitching late in the game, and I would not have a problem seeing him getting double switched in because he's a great defender at third base. Overall, yeah, he could be a defensive replacement late in the game too. So. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So Evan Longoria definitely 
not a lost cause against right-handed pitching. Very useful. And I'm glad he, to see. Oh, I was go just going to say, you could see Kapler doing something in the sixth inning saying, okay, now uh, we have Longoria in at third. We got Listella moves from third to, to second. We got Flores moving from second to first. We got Dubon moving from shortstop to center field. Anything else? Okay, Brooks, good. if you're going to do that, can you do it in your Kapler voice, please? Thank you. Well, I, I would like to do that, but I don't, you know, at this point, we're just going to listen to the guys uh, on the Say Hey podcast at this point. Yeah, uh, Longoria has been uh, working on his nutrition. He looks really good. <laughs> good, really good exact. positive body tissue. Yeah, good, really good tissue. He's eating ice cream, then spitting it back out so he doesn't have to put it in his body. <laughs> lean, lean tissue. Uh, yeah. So my next guy on the bench. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll transition. Yeah, yeah I was waiting gonna... for that. And so, okay, go yeah, on. our next guy on the bench is Darren Ruff, and I'm glad we found a spot to put Darren Ruff on this team. Because uh, he just really did have a great year, as Brooks mentioned. Um, against right-handed pitching, last 150 plate appearances, 72 weighted runs created plus. Uh, but this guy could still hit very well against right-handed pitching, I think. Um, we mentioned defensive replacements and, and pinch hitters for the last one. He's definitely not a defensive replacement, but I do think he could come off the bench and mash. Uh, so, again, oh, yeah. there, there's a common theme here that we're, we keep going back to. Uh, that there will be changes later in the game. So, you know, don't rely too much on what we're saying here. This is just to start off the game here. Also on the bench, backup catcher signed this offseason, former Cincinnati Red, one of many on the roster, Kurt Casale. Uh, so Casale uh, got lucky with getting in Brooks's lineup. He's not going to get lucky here. He's on the, he's on the bench. <laughs> um, hit below the Mendoza line. Uh, in his last 150 plate appearances against right-handed pitching, but did hit six home runs. And that's the most out of all of these bench players in his 75 weighted runs created plus the big uh, Kurt, baby, the big Kurt again, another Vanderbilt guy ah. as well. And Casale is interesting because Buster Posey, you know, whether they do matchups with Posey or not, and whether he plays every day or not, Casale is going to be playing a ton because every backup catcher, uh, behind Buster Posey has Nick Hunley got time. Stephen Vogt got a lot of time. I mean, it's just, so it's it's a it's a historical trend that Buster Posey's you know off of his feet quite a bit. Austin Slater is the last guy on the bench. Slater against right-handed pitching, it is possibly the complete opposite of about what he does against right-handed pitching. Uh, Two oh eight average, three thirteen. 315 slash line, two homers, 74 weighted runs created plus. You know, just a great talent against left-handed pitching, as we mentioned, and probably could still uh, handle his own against right-handed pitching. He's got a great opposite field approach. Approach Can't talk. So Slater's going to be the guy, the last guy on the bench there. All right, let's three. It's that 315 slugging for me that's like – Yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Yeah, you you got to drive the ball a little bit better against righties. I mean – Bloop singles are cool and all, but yeah, that's that's why he's on the bench. Yeah, even if you just use the eye test on Slater, um, he, he he doesn't get any elevation against right-handed pitching, and we could notice it. And, um, and I'll just add to I mean I I I think Slater against righties is better than that last 150. I think he's improved, so a good amount of that is probably from his 2019 season. Uh, he didn't face a lot of righties last year. So I, I think he's definitely a guy that I wouldn't worry about in the lineup against a right-handed pitcher. But, you know, I just need to see a little bit more improvement overall. So, Say, hey, boys, what do, what do we think about our bench so far? Any, any surprises, anything? Go ahead, Rob. No, I think that's pretty uh, standard. You know, with uh, – yeah, with Long- Longoria, I think, yeah, we, we, we can all agree at, at this point in his career, you know, better suited in, in that platoon role like yeah it's a it's a lot it's a lot, a lot of cash you know chill on, on the bench because if you look at Brooks's lineup you know that that lineup is basically skid row I mean nobody's making nothing over there except for him he's the only guy in that lineup yeah you know of 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 you know market value I, I guess I guess you you could say or above market value but but it's yeah cool. like yeah it, it, it look at it i mean <laughs> it, it's pretty wild but oh my gosh. but yeah still yeah very serviceable you know you know if he if he had to play against righties and yeah with with kapler and uh you know and, and far on you know running things i mean 
this lineup could flip by the fifth inning. Like I think we all know that. And Solano and Longoria could 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 be in there, you know, yeah, by, by, by the fifth or sixth, like no problem. And yeah, Ruff, I did did Ruff get really any any at bats against righties last year? I, I honestly don't remember. Minimal. Not too much. Oh my! I'm ta- man. Like he was it, just ex- exclusively against lefties. Exclusively, it, it was tough getting his 150. He was the one that kind of stood out because a lot of that was even before he went overseas. You know, is at bats yeah. for the Phillies and stuff. So I, I didn't. You know, I had to keep it in there. But um, yeah, he just hasn't had a lot of uh, at bats against righties. And I will say, uh, nice to see him already have a double and a homer against right-handed pitching in the spring. I mean, that's yeah. true. That's true. They're intentionally putting him out there against righties. Saying, and can you show us something here? We'll give you more playing time. So, yeah, and then with you know with, with all, all all these other guys like 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 Dickerson, you know, having such good success against righties, like you know, you're not gonna get Slater in in, in that lineup right now against the right-handed bats. Mm. I mean, he's to be fair, he's the only guy on the team that's even remotely a threat to steal a bag. If you, if we go off last year. But wait, what's a stolen well, base? I don't even remember. Is that a, <laughs> yeah, that's still the Giants don't do that. The Giants don't do that. Oh, what, what do you but, think? Doug? Yeah, I, I'll I'll keep my thoughts real quick. I I think what it points out, and this is kind of summing up the one and a half lineups we have over here so far. Mm-hmm. Like for once in a long time, and we've been saying this the last couple episodes, the Giants have depth. Like especially in Stevens so far. I mean, obviously we kind of know the names are going to go in there, but he's going to play somewhere he thinks they fit best. But I mean, Solano, Longoria, Ruff, Slater, even Casali, like these guys can all come in later in the game and have a very impactful AB uh, in clutch late innings. And, um, you know, I would look forward to it. I wouldn't be like, oh, crap, this guy's DH and right, or pinch hitting right now and uh, be pessimistic about it. Like, and, and then on the other side, like for you, Brooks, you know, Belt, Crawford, Dickerson, LaStella, Posey, like these are all guys that you can trust late in the game to come up in a big plate appearance. So mm-hmm. I love it so far. This is, these are true analytic lineups, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, this is fun so far. So, Steven, what, what do you got as your actual lineup against righties? I can't all right. Put your hands together, batting first, and playing third base. Tommy LaStella. So Tommy LaStella, new, newly ac, uh, acquisition, new acquisition, Tommy LaStella. And, of course, the Giants really, really do love his plate discipline. They love his contact skills. First in the American League last year in at-bats per strikeout. That was – that's definitely his strength, and they do like how his power projects. So LaStella is going to be in there, of course, and also – 153 weighted runs created plus in his last 150 against right-handed wow. pitching. So he is dominating right-handed pitching. 302 hitter against him. And again, the five home runs. That's kind of why they like the power potential in his big league career in terms of power. It's it's not been there. He's never hit more. I guess 2019 was his you know biggest kind of outburst of power. And he hit 16 in 321 plate appearances. So, you know, that's a trend that uh, we kind of missed a little bit in 2020, but due to the shortened year, but I think LaStella definitely has some more potential to break out in terms of power. So he is the guy on base in the leadoff spot. Uh, Huge. Mm -hmm. Yes. Batting second, we mentioned earlier our best hitter, and that is going to be Mikey Stremski. So he had a 156 weighted runs created plus. And of course we know him as being the example of Farhan Zaidi, you know, scrap metal finds and you know Yastrzemski is now one of the best right fielders in baseball and it's it's a stacked position and he still found himself on the top 10 list according to MLB network so he is there five homers of course 307 average 409 543 everything points to Lestella Yastrzemski being this team's best hitter so he is our number two hitter here Number three hitter. And this is, you know, we we talked about how he mashed lefties, but this guy also hits really well against right-handed pitching. And that is Wilma. Wilma Flores is the guy. (laughs) 10% above league average, according to the uh, weighted runs created plus five homers, of course, 271 batting average, a 320 on base percentage and a 457 slugging. He mashes, and it was probably the best bargain deal the Giants have gotten up until this point. Um, I think he was their first multi-year deal, and 
it, it was definitely, and there's an option, of course, coming up for him. So, I for like three million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So cheap. cheap and great at bats. He's going to give you great at bats, of course. And he's 28. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. that's it's really amazing. I, I could see him sticking around for a little bit as well. So, oh yeah, I mean, if they like what he does this year, uh, they could reward him for like a three or four year deal. I mean, well, we all the, the money is just ridiculous in the next year for the Giants. So, well, Rob and I talked about this I think what two episodes ago, and I, we're both in the camp of adamant. Like, I think the Giants do, and we do as well. Like, the Giants value Wilmer Flores more than they do Donovan Solano, and I don't think it's close because he's yeah. just more versatile. He provides more power. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and he's five years younger, so. Uh, Flores, I think I, I agree. I think he's going to be around for at least a couple more years. And to add to Flores uh, here, uh, you know, we're not really sure what the future is going to be for the Giants at first base the next two, three years or so. I mean, Logan Wyatt will come up when he's ready, whenever that is. And right. there's no sure thing that he'll come up and be, um, you know, everyone, what everyone wants him to be. Uh, so we do know that, uh, a guy like Flores is proven and yeah, you're going to mix in maybe uh, Joey Barton first and whatever in the next year or so, but that might be another indicator. While why Flores will stick around, they might want to add him for a few more years. And, and also one maybe, more note, or, yeah, go one ahead. more note real quick. There will probably be a DH after this year in the NL yes. and he fits that mold. Cause he's not, I mean, he's, he's okay defensively, but he's not right. very strong, but we, we want that bat in the lineup. So good mm-hmm. point there. Yeah. And, it, are we still chatting about the first three hitters on this Sorry. list? No, 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 no. No, I was, I was saying before Steven continues, uh, I would like to add one thing about Yaz. Uh, you look at his uh, WRC plus against lefties, 158 against righties, 156. I mean, that's like consistency. Cut it right down the middle with a hot butter knife, baby. Right there. That's your guy. It uh, doesn't matter who's pitching. Uh, obviously, uh, and look at the average 307 against righties 313 against lefties i mean you can't as a opposing manager you can't go oh well yaz is coming up so let's go to our oh wait i guess i guess we can't really pick righty or lefty against this guy so that's awesome and then yeah obviously love listella with uh with what he can do against righties uh top of the lineup so he gets just another at bat in the eighth or ninth inning gotta love it yeah, and, and Flores will be at second base, by the way. So I uh, have to have That's to mention that. that question mark there. <laughs> yes, and just to kind of go back to what Brooks was saying about next year at first base, would it be horrible if they bring back Brandon Belt kind of on a lower-cost deal? Who? And Brandon Bra- who? <laughs> Brandon Belt on a lower-cost deal. And Brandon Belt, by the way, is also the cleanup hitter. Oh, why, why, why is he the cleanup hitter against righties? What has he done in his last 150 uh, plate appearances there, Steven? <laughs> 190. Okay, this is crazy. 196 weighted runs created wow. in his last 150 plate appearances. Say that again. Sorry. sorry. Batting say, say it again. I just want to hear it one more time. 196 weighted runs created plus eight homers. Okay. A is that good? 461 <laughs> okay. on base. 651 slugging. Brandon Belt finally was used last year in a role that suited him. And Giants fans have been quick to say this isn't what we expected. You know, we thought highly touted uh, first base prospect with power. You know, he's got he's had some freak injuries that weren't his fault. I mean, getting a ball thrown at his head in batting <laughs> practice, you cannot blame him for that. Scudero! <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know if that was on purpose or not, but yeah. Yeah, we, we don't. I mean, getting hit with the big ball me. in the head. <laughs> him oh man yeah but brandon belt of course um finally got fa- yeah. finally got like the it finally got the playing time that um was suited best for him against uh left hand right-handed pitching yeah. uh and i think that is insanely valuable to his skill set still a great defender at first base uh, so Brandon Belt, of course, hoping he's back soon, hoping he's healthy enough for opening day because he is a big part of this offense. Even though he was benched in Brooks's lineup, rightfully so, he's a big part of this offense when it comes to right-handed pitching. So he is, he is our cleanup hitter there. And then, of course, our number five hitter is another Farhan Zaidi project that has succeeded, Alex Dickerson in left Dick, field. Dick, Dick, So Dickerson uh, has also a 158 Way to runs created plus, and that's right up there with where Lestella and Yastrzemski have hit in their last 158 
plate appearances against right-handed pitching. Nine homers. That's most out of anybody uh, on this entire offense uh, in their last 150. 303 average, 380 on base, um, 598 slugging. He's turned into a guy also leading the team consistently in exit velocity. If you go down, Dickerson's all over that board. So this is just a, a guy that, you know, could hold his own in left field. I know we're not talking about defense, but Dickerson uh, is the definition of a solid complementary platoon player uh, that Farhan Zaidi could toggle with the next few years, possibly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a choice there for the number five spot in the lineup and making a return in the number six spot. Ladies and gentlemen, Buster Posey is back and he will be in the sixth spot. He got shamed in Brooks's lineup. I'm going to keep referring back to Brooks's lineup, Thank you. but he was Thank you very much. <laughs> just not there. He's going to catch. Um, we don't know what he's got. We don't know anything about Posey. I, you know, and I know that his last 150 plate appearances were pre hip surgery. Uh, and they, that's why we see the 93 weighted runs created plus and the 269 batting average and the 342 on base and the 373 uh, slugging. We don't know what he's going to look like. We don't know if he's going to bust out and hit, no pun intended, bust out and hit 15 home runs um, <laughs> and hit 290. I mean, that would be respectable. But you got to imagine if he's on a roll, I think they're going to put him in a run you know, a place to drive in runs in this lineup. And number six is definitely a spot where he's going to get those opportunities and also play great defense uh, behind the plate. What do you guys think about the, uh, the four five, six? What do we think? Uh, you know, I, I Rob and I are as big as critics as anybody for Brandon belt. But if, if you're telling me he's healthy and he's in a like strictly hit against right-handed uh, pitcher role, I, I'm sure we could both agree. I'm all for that. Um, yeah, the, the I can argue with that. Yeah, the numbers prove it. He just mashes them. I think you said, what, a 196 WR, uh, WRC plus, which is literally almost twice as good as the league average. Um, you can't deny that. So Belt absolutely fits in that four hole. Dickerson, a, another great power lefty bat in the five hole. I, I love that. And then I think uh, Posey in the six hole is – is a great spot for him because it's not as much pressure as what he's used to in the, you know, he's hit as high as the two hole before two, three, four, five, I think six kind of, you know, gives him a little protection around him and also keeping him in justice against right-handed lineup um, allows him to really stay healthy, stay rested. Cause mm -hmm. I think it was Brooks. I was talking to on, on giants charity the other day. Like I would be very happy and I can see Posey playing in like 110 games this year. And I'd be more than happy with that. So I love, I love this lineup so far. Yeah. yeah what, do, it, what do you say, Rob? Oh, sorry, Steven. No, no. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, at this point, you know, Posey's just better off, you know, playing against, playing against righties, you know, resting up and yeah, moving him down, down to that six hole. Like I don't, you know, he hasn't really hit that, that low in his career, but, but we all know, you know, until we see otherwise, you know, the power's not there anymore. And, 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 and that six hole, there's a good chance, you know, he might get more fastballs, you know, he's, you know, going to not going to be in, in, that, in that prime three, three, four spot where, you know, he's usually coming, coming up there with, with, with guys, with guys on base and big pressure situations to drive and run. So maybe, yeah, maybe at this point, you know, like, I mean, we, we're all just speculating about Posey right now. Like we're, we're, we're hopeful, but I mean, the guy didn't play last year. Like who knows, you know, he's been around around a long time, but I think it, I think at this point, yeah, this is a, this is a good spot for him. So I, yeah, I agree with four, five, six, big time. Yeah. Posey at, at the sixth spot. I mean, that that's still like a pretty good RBI spot too. He's, yeah. he's been known to come up with his clutch hits, whether or not it goes over the wall or whatever, but you know, Posey, if Posey's your number six hitter, you know, you got some, some good stuff going. And if Posey's Absolutely. on your bench, you got some really good stuff going. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly say, uh, you know, belt just whatever they did to work on his uh, approach against uh, right-handed pitching uh, you know, the, the two things that stand out to me are the 349 batting average. Uh, we're talking about a guy that's, somehow not only getting his hits but beating the shift too which is just remarkable 349 average for belt is like it feels like it, that's like 
Donovan Solano hitting 430 or something crazy. Um, And then a combined, what? Yeah, he's got like 1,100 OPS against righties. That's like Mike Trout. Off the chart. That's like Trout numbers there. So, so, you know, if he is, you know, if Bueller's on the mound and he's batting cleanup, uh, people should not be too worried. Uh, I feel like he's going to give you a good chance there. And then uh, uh, Dickerson, um, I'll, uh, you know, we have Dickerson and, and one lineup batting fifth. We got Ruff and another lineup batting sixth. And, you you know, you can flip-flop those guys. But well, I think we're going to see a, a lot this year, a platoon in left field. And this phrase is coined by one Jeff Young. Jeff Young on Twitter at BaseballJeff1. But he yeah. calls – Former yeah. guest of the show. Yeah. He calls the uh, he calls that platoon rough dick in left field. <laughs> so uh, so if you have rough dick uh, every game, uh, that's a good thing for you. It's a good thing to have rough dick in left field because you got – what? What are you guys laughing at? What? No, you, you got you – got I'm not laughing. You are. You got <laughs> – you got a guy that's going to be mashing lefties and then they're going to take out the lefty and put in the righty. And then you're going to put in a guy who mashes righties and it's just going to be, they're going to be piggybacking the rest of the way. Uh, so I just think that's uh, perfect for uh Kapler's lineup is just to have uh rough through five Dickerson the rest of the way and, and vice versa. So uh, very, very awesome lineup so far against righties. And I, I know Steven's got a couple more to round out yeah. the, the eight. So in Kapler's voice, what is the platoon in left? No, just kidding. <laughs> rough dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say Rufferson, but that's just not as fun. So No, no it's, it's, not. it's not. I think you nailed it. All right. Number seven, Thanks, batting Jeff. seventh, is Brandon Crawford back in the lineup. Brandon Crawford is probably the strangest player in this lineup in terms of his overall career uh, offensively. Uh, we've seen him go off like in certain months and then be shut out the rest of the year. Then overall his numbers look good because of that one month we've seen him hit 20. We've seen him hit like less than 10. He's we've also seen him, you know, in Brandon Crawford's career in his big league career, he has a higher batting average against left-handed pitching than right-handed pitching, but a lower OPS. So Crawford's always been an interesting hitter with some weird reverse splits, but here he had a great last 150 plate appearances against righties, a 122 weighted runs created plus something clicked. We know he worked on his swing with some of the new hitting coaches, eight homers in his last 150 plate appearances, 267 batting average, 327 on base and 519 slugging. Brandon Crawford looking to have another kind of, serviceable year if they get anything more from him with the bat I, I consider that icing on the cake but this is probably his last year maybe his last year in san francisco i wouldn't i wouldn't say that yet but um you know, we'll see where we're at with brandon Crawford. i would okay yeah doug there you go so doug that's not a hot <laughs> take by the way not a hot take at i know all. it's not yeah there we go number eight uh <laughs> batting right above the pitcher is our guy 15 pounds as uh not he's not 15 pounds, but he gained 15 pounds. Our guy, Mauricio Dubon, and Mauricio will be playing center field. And Mauricio Dubon um, played a lot more against right-handed pitchings, uh, pitching as Brooks mentioned, 261, uh, 322, and 351, and 86 weighted runs created plus. So there is room for a breakout year here for Mauricio Dubon. And I think a lot of Giants fans and people within the organization are booking on him to break out. Um, he's going to be a little bit more, you know, well acquainted to center field. He's going to have some at-bats at shortstop in the infield, wherever you put him. But Mauricio Dubon, I think there's a lot of hope for him with the bat to break out in the power department uh, this year. So, that's the, that's the Giants lineup. And just a real quick message here to Ben Verlander of Fox Sports. Ben, do your research because you had, in the middle of your lineup, Buster Posey, um, Mikey Stremski, I think, was there, and Tommy LaStella. By the way, that's not the middle of the order for this team. So I think you got to look back and, and do something about that because this was the sixth best offense, according to OPS, in baseball. So Ben Verlander, if it sounds like I'm shading you, I am. So I think you should take that to heart and kind of reconsider what you're doing for a living because it's definitely not ranking offenses. Thank you for you know, coming to my TED Talk. W- yeah. When I post this, <laughs> well when I post this now, I'm absolutely t- uh, tagging him in this. I don't tag, care. Tag him. I don't care. I'm tagging. I don't care. It's time. Hey, ben, your brother is better than you. 
Okay, your 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 brother. You don't. You didn't even make it to the big leagues, Ben Verlander. So he's just going to keep Verlanding until. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't know anything about big league offenses. He was never a part of one. We we want you to respond, so please respond to us. <laughs> um, All right, so yeah. uh, Rob, give us your thoughts on on you know real quick uh, six seven eight, but obviously this whole lineup one through eight against righties that uh, Stephen has assembled. I think Stevens assembled a fantastic lineup here. You know, I think with Listella, like that's going to be the interesting one. I think we, we know he's going to hit, hit leadoff, but I don't think we truly know where he's going to play defensively. Like Stevens got him playing third base here, which I could, I could totally see that. And if we're going to like, cause I'm with this, I'm, I don't want Longoria playing against righties. I am totally on, on board with that. So, you know, keeping, yeah, keeping La Stella up uh, up there at third base. It's that that's a a route I w- I would like to go as well. And you know, with Wilmer Flores, uh, kind of I think we all agree he's got more uh, more pull in this organization than Adama Solano does at, at at this point. You know, it's after last year. You know, you're gonna you're gonna hear from fans. You know when. Solano's not playing against righties, which because I think Stevens on to something here. It's it, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting and with Flores, you know, gonna be because this is strictly offense too. That's what we're going with right 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 now, and Flores can play all all over the infield. So we're gonna have him in the lineup at, in some space every day, and that's gonna be uh that's gonna, that's gonna be interesting. But with Belt, yeah, me and Doug have gone gone to war, you know, <laughs> over, over over Belt for, for for years, and we, and we we've been on the on a, on the anti Belt side. But yeah, after after last year, like you you can't argue with with where he's at, and I don't even want to go deeper into it because you see the numbers; and it is what it is at this point. Until he strikes out and you guys all turn on him. <laughs> well, well, sure, well, yeah. Well, when, when he strikes out, you know, with <laughs> with, guy, with guys on second and third and nobody out, you know, opening day, like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna break some hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Steven. Yeah. The two the two things well, okay, that Rob and I have a problem with Brandon Belt is one, he can't stay healthy, and two, he's one of the most streakiest players. I've seen in my lifetime and it's it's so with a guy that had so much hype coming out of college coming up in the organization taking Clayton Kershaw deep in your first career start doesn't help you know so like I feel like for many years he's just been a huge letdown but um obviously there's still there's still you know some stuff there especially against righties but um I would I would say real quick though in regards to Steven's lineup which I think overall is very good yeah um my only thing is, and it's kind of like I said for Brooks's lineup, is I I personally prefer Yaz in the three hole, but I don't I don't feel like we have, and this is maybe why Stephen put him there. I don't feel like we have a better two option than Yaz in the two hole. I would think maybe long term, like I would love Dubon maybe hitting two, but um, you know for now he's best fit towards the bottom of that lineup, and uh, it would stretch hey, it. Buster more. Posey's down there. Buster Posey. He is. If, if he breaks out kind of in the middle of the year, maybe he's a candidate because he's got the, you know, kind of the bat to ball skills to do it. Uh, Put so the ball in the outfield him. and let guys run. Yeah. I mean, and, and mm-hmm. he's done that before. Posey has hit in the two hole before um, for the Giants, uh, uh, you know, before maybe the Belt. last couple years of struggle. It's just, so is Brandon Belt. Yeah. Here's the good. Can we all agree on this? And I've kind of already touched on it. It's great having this problem. It because there's actual depth for once and feels like for the first time in a long time. But I will say this too, real quick, because I know I'm rambling on. Sorry. The one thing that does stick out to me, and I'm not saying I disagree with it, but Jason Bossler is not on this roster. Aww. Yeah. Well, we were going to get into that kind of stuff. I just wanted to see uh, if you guys had any thoughts on Crawford Dubon at the end there. So, where does it belong? Yeah, no. I, I, I think only because Crawford provides more power against righties, I'm okay with him at seven, but for everything else, I would probably flip him. But okay. I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Crawford, Dubon, seven, eight. Yeah, I'll just weigh in real quick. So, uh, obviously, Crawford's going to play even against lefties at times because he's just, you know, his glove is, is needed at short. They, yeah. they don't have, like, great options at short right now. Um, 
you know, I still like Dubon in the mix for a short, but, um, you know, not really feeling, you know, Solano or, or Flores or Vossler, any of these guys that played short at some point in their life. I don't really, that's not the guy I want out there. I think I'd rather have Crawford out there, even if he might go over. I just need a guy to be, you know, make the stellar play, save some runs. Um, so Crawford out there looking great against righties. He had a huge bounce back kind of year uh, in that regard, eight bombs right up there. Second most in this entire lineup against righties. That's just amazing to me. <laughs> Crawford at blind, blindly going in being like Crawford's the guy with the second most homers. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, this lineup here, we're talking Yaz in the, two versus the three or something, but you know, it was kind of to break up the lefties run in there. You know, if you're going Listella, Yaz, Belt, Dickerson, all of a sudden it's too many lefties. So um, it made sense to maybe put a Flores to break up Yaz and Listella. Okay. And then uh, on some nights, you know, Dubon is, is going to be your center fielder, but if a guy like Slater is not healthy, you know, Wade might be up here and he will be the one right. getting these at bats against the, a right-handed pitcher in the eight hole uh, in center field because, you know, he's, his platoon split will probably make more sense than Dumont out there. But um, yeah, I think this is overall a solid uh, lineup against righties uh, and just, you know, really something that the giants are going to be using a lot this year. Cause there's more righties in the league. They just, uh, they are. So. Yeah, no, this was fun. Um, and but we do have – we did have a say hey Q&A that we have to get to. Uh, so ah, yes. We do want to answer a couple of questions real quick. I may end up – may end up splitting this into two episodes. We'll see after I'm done with it. But first one, say hey Q&A from Tebrez on Twitter. And I know we've kind of already went over this, but we got to read this question. Where do you see Buster hitting in the lineup? Practically no power anymore but still pretty good on base percentage. Seems like Listella, Yaz, Solano, and Slater split time at the, at the top. So uh, the last point he just made was really, really good. Cause I mean, you guys with your lineups prove that those guys are, will be hitting towards the top of the lineups, but um, you know, kind of just elaborate one more time, either Brooks or Steven about why, uh, where you see Buster and why he's not in one of your lineups. Brooks. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Posey will be playing. I'm sure, uh, you know, he'll play two out of every three games each series. And then every once in a while, he, he'll be at first base, stuff like that. So he will be getting at bats against lefties. But if we're talking about a Sunday uh, type of game, you know, if Posey is either going to have a day off on, you know, Monday or Sunday, depending on the lefty or righty, I want him to kind of sit against that lefty. Be, mainly because Casali is much better, much better hitter against righties. Uh, wow. Casali is a much better hitter against lefties than he is <laughs> against righties. So I just want to give him a chance for success too. You know, if you're putting Posey out there uh, and then Casali only gets some random starts against righties, then Casali is, you know, he's got a, he's like a 194 hitter against uh, right-handed pitching. So it was just mainly for that reason why Posey was on the bench for me. Uh, and then Steven, uh, how about Posey in the sixth spot? I think that's that's a perfect place for him, to be honest. And I mentioned a few seconds ago that if all goes right, he's a guy that could hit two. Uh, he's a guy that could even I, – I don't know if I would go above six. Uh, and if all goes wrong, you know, you could just move him eight. Um, I, I don't know if, you know, as a veteran player and as a guy who's been there forever, I don't know what the attitude is towards that, but I think he's got to understand at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I agree with, with the question that, you know, there is a lack of power. And even if, even if his hip is healthy and even if he does kind of have a bounce back in the power department, it's not going to be the 24 home runs he had, um, or 26 or whatever he had in his MVP year. It's going to be. 10, 11, 12. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the reality with him. But, you know, I think if he hits with a high average, he takes his walks, he doesn't strike out, kind of the Buster Posey, the Buster Posey we know, but kind of a 30% off Buster Posey, 40% off is even fine. I think the Giants would be very happy with that. Good, yep, point. good points. Catchers so like a are... Walmart version of Buster Posey. Bargain <laughs> yeah, bargain bin. Hey, catchers yeah. are a dime a dozen, man. So um, if we can get, like you said, even 60%, 70% of Buster Posey, it's still a pretty good Buster Posey. So um, second question from Chris on Giants Chatter. Jason Bossler. 
Jason Vossler has started in all but one game so far. With Listella signing, he's, he looks destined to start in AAA. Is there any chance for him to break camp with the big club? Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> yeah, I'll take this one if you guys don't mind. Uh, Vossler's your guy, so yeah. Uh, Vossler! Uh, okay, interesting to note that Vossler is playing left field today, and today is uh, Saturday, March 6th. Um, so uh, he's a guy who's played third, first, and left field now in spring training. They are trying to see how much they can use this guy Uh that's definitely a good sign for Vossler. Uh, for sure. He, and he's probably up there with most plate appearances for the Giants at this point. So um, all that, you know, and I, I do recall he was on, the, I believe, Rizzo cast, right, Stephen? Was he on Rizzo cast? Yeah, I, I, uh, might, have, I might have had him the week he signed. So. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show, yeah. So, um, so and then I to, traded him on Rizzo cast a few months, or, uh, a few oh, months yeah. later. So. That's right. No, uh, to, to answer Chris's question, I think, you know, if, uh, if uh, Vossler is starting the year in AAA, that's a great, great thing for the Giants. That means everyone's healthy, everyone's uh, playing well, performing well in spring, and Vossler's ready to go when you need him. But I don't want to rule out, especially now, that uh, he might actually make the opening day roster because, you know, Belt is clearly having multiple issues with uh, – illness as well as uh you know coming back from his uh, surgery uh Vossler is a perfect replacement for belt on the roster because he's a left-handed hitter that they can you know he, he might not give you the best defense at first but uh they, they don't like you know one trick ponies either they want a guy that they can you know maybe he'll be the guy that's platooning with Longoria in the beginning and and maybe you'll see uh Listella hang around at second a lot more i mean these are all this is why we're even doing this podcast is this episode is because it's just there's so many options where do they all fit in uh, Doug mentioned this many times before i mean how the heck are they going to give playing time to everybody so Vossler good chance to make the lineup if any of these guys like Slater or Belt get dinged up because they're they're going to be using uh, Vossler everywhere, it seems like. Steven, thoughts on your boy, Jason Vossler? Oh, he's looked really good this spring. Uh, he looked really good in 2019 with El Paso um, down there and with the uh, Padres organization. He spent the uh, year in the alternate training site with them. And it's funny because in his career, he, was, he would be a pretty decent prospect if he wasn't blocked every organization he's been in. You know, with the Cubs, he came up with the Cubs. Chris Bryant was there. Came uh, came up with the Padres. Manny Machado was signed. So just yep. everywhere he went, he was kind of blocked. And, you know, it, it's interesting to see that there he is on some prospect lists, you know, from – he is on a few of them. You know, I've seen him on a few of them, even at kind of big league ready stage. We see a few guys stick around on those lists for a little bit. Uh, and Vossler's one of them. There's teams interested. Uh, he noted to me that there are teams interested – uh, big league deals, uh, there's a few of them out there for him. So the Giants weren't the only big league deal available. And um, I think that's a win on the Giants' part if they do end up having him in AAA because ultimately he could be somewhere else in another organization in the big leagues. So Brandon Belt, if, if he's not there starting the season, I agree 110% with Brooks. Jason Vossler is going to be the guy. And not just called up to be the last guy on the roster, he's going to play. So uh, I think he, he's got pop. Um, I, I, I don't know anything about his defense, to be honest, but first base, Wilmer Flores is playing first base. Why can't Jason Vossler play first base? I mean, there's Exa no. Exactly. So oh, he's look good at first base. Vossler's look good at third, I think, so far. Does, I mean, yeah, a has. couple times I've seen him, but. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I agree, and Rob, I'll, I'll get your quick thoughts too. But I think that uh, you know, I, I agree. If belts if belts healthy, ready to go, I would think Vossler would start in Sacramento. But I if he's not, yeah, he's he's the guy that's the perfect you know. Uh, I hate saying this, Plan B, um, because also you know you have to remember he was literally like Farhan's first off season signing way back in I think it was December. So obviously he he saw something in him and went went and wanted to get him right away. So I very much think that Jason Vossler, he's what, 28, 27, 28. He's going to be in the future plans of the Giants at, at, at some capacity, at some capacity. So Rob, what do you got real quick? You guys pretty much, 
you know, well covered it. And yeah, none of us really know, especially on, on the defensive end, like, you know, Farhan loves offense. So they signed Vossler like back, back in November, December, very early. You know, we assume, okay, this, this guy could probably, you know, hit the piss out of the ball. You know, that's just, that was the assumption I had. And then we started talking to like Brooks and, and, and Jeff and these other guys who, who, who knew a, a little bit more, but yeah, he's, I've said it a few times now, he's just a kind of a wild card, you know, in the organization. And, but anytime Farhan has made a, a signing like this, I mean, somehow sooner rather than later, these guys kind of come to the, to the forefront of, you know, of, of the roster and they seem to get a shot. And, and yeah, like, I think uh, it was, it was Tuesday or Wednesday of this last week. Yeah, he, he got a couple hot shots that, you know, hit him in that first inning of the this, this spring training game at third base, you know, turned a double play. And so, and that's, you know, obviously very, very, very small sample size, but that's, that's all we really know. And that's why we're on here speculating, but yeah, it, but yeah, it felt ready to go. It's hard to see him starting the, starting the year on, on the big club, but yeah, if, if he's not, you know, I think he's going to find his way on there. I really do. Yeah. The Lestella signing doesn't change uh, Vossler's no. future. I, I don't think he would have been immediately considered the left platoon with, uh, with uh, Longoria. I think they would have still tried to, you know, they, they have so many infielders they need to give playing time to. So adding Lestella right. is, is still, uh, you know, not a, not a problem for Vossler. Yeah, I think Longoria would have just played every day if they didn't add Lestella. That's why they picked up yeah. Vossler and Listella is just to give them more and more options for that damn platoon at third, baby. Uh, yeah, I got to bat right now, actually. Um, last question, real quick, from Charlie on Giants Chatter. What up, Charlie? Is there a way? Is there a way for Basabe to make the big league club on opening day out of spring training? Can we keep this one quick? Yeah, pro- probably not because <laughs> no. once you use Basabe you are forced to keep him up as long as you can. And then, uh, you know, the next time you want to get him off the, the roster for somebody else, whether they're coming back from the injured list or whatever, he's got to be designated for assignment. He's uh, got to clear you know. waivers. And uh, I, I got to look it up. I think there's a rule about being designated for assignment twice in the same season by the same club. Does that mean you're automatically released? Uh, how many times can you do that? I don't know. That's know? a good point. I'm not sure on that one. I know but, at minimum it would be like the first time where he would he would have to clear waivers, obviously, for 48 yeah. hours. So. Yeah. So so that's that's something to, you know, they got to consider that. Same same reason why like a dead Neil Nunez, you know, it's like th- this type of guy needs to be added. But you know, once we don't need him, quote unquote, need him anymore, it, you might lose him from your organization. It's tough. So you kind of, yeah, so those type of guys, uh, you know, it's it's tough to know when to use them. Um, so I don't see him making an opening day. I just even if he hits 15 homers, I think they're uh, they're gonna wait until uh, he he's used at the right time. I don't know. Just yeah, I'll, feel- I'll keep it quick. I don't see it. Uh, who would you, you know? You'd have to DFA someone to make room for him again. I I just don't I just don't see him having any path. Actually, I saw a path be taken away from him. So <laughs> I don't see another path. Could be a trade piece, maybe if he yeah likes throw it in. Yeah, if he lights it up in the in the minors, he could be the guy that makes the deal official for somebody. So can, so, can we just go ahead and crown the Sacramento Rivercats the uh, you know that's gonna be a good team, you mean dude. Defending uh, champion, yeah. That's like right. they're gonna have a solid roster. Like that outfield could feature like Basabe, Davis, and Steven Duggar. Like that's not a bad AAA outfield. I, mean, I can't wait to see him this year too. If 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 that all works out, heck I'd like yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah. we'll have Almost to do it. We'll have to get all four of us there. That'd be fun. Yeah, Lamont Wade. Yeah. yeah, dude. They're going to have death problems in Sacramento. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A good problem to have, though. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, Steven, Brooks, uh, you know, a million times thanks, man. We love having you guys on, and obviously we'll be doing it again. But I thought today was great. We, uh, you know, hammered out left-handed lineup, right-handed li- or lineup, you know, re- in regards of arms are facing. So, mm-hmm. Uh, this is important stuff and, and we're getting there. Like we are, you know, just over three and you know, a half weeks away from hitting uh, opening day against the Mariners up in Seattle on April 1st. So uh, it's coming up quick, boys. It's coming against up against the lefty. So. 
Okay, yeah, the lefty. Let's go see my lineup out there. Come on, Posey on the bench, opening day. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Come on. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. On. No. Gabe, Gabe Kapler's head will be wanted by most of the Giants fans. I know. So, <laughs> um, We're already there, Doug. We're already there. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, no, this was a lot of fun, you know, guys. I, I love chatting ball with you guys, and and you know, it's going to get us through. I, this is the most I've spent really focusing on spring training. I think in the last since the championship years or something, because I, it's just such a intriguing group of guys. There's so many uh, potential uh, competitions going on. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to stay up to date with everything. It's, it's pretty awesome. Nonstop news. Yep. Yeah, man. But thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Really. Oh yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. And make sure we are all four of us here are, are uh, giants chatter admins. So, Make sure Giants you are jumping chatter. on Giants Chatter, the Facebook group. Giants be in the Chatter below. on Facebook. That's right. Gi- Once again, Giants, Giants Chatter. Chatter, <laughs> chatter up, baby. All so right, when, is, hey. when is Oakland A's Chatter going to like copy us? Uh, you have to turn in your Giants hat for an A's hat yeah. or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I just say one thing just to end this, uh, this segment? Jason Vossler hit a triple about two seconds ago. Oh, boy. So, so, I'm uh, in the four hole against righties. I, I so, have four, four words. Friend of the show. show. <laughs> yeah, and make sure, make sure you're listening to RizzoCast, okay? That's yeah. R-I-Z-Z-O-C-A-S-T. Get on it. It's way better looking than the Superman yeah. logo, I just want to say. Yeah, he had, he had Darcy yes. Soga on the other day. I still got to watch that episode. So It was a good Tuning one. In. It was Our, a good one. Mark DeLuke coming up of around the Foghorn. Nice. Ooh. We have a, a surprise former Giants player. So stay tuned. Oh, Barry Bonds, right? Or uh, it was either Bonds <laughs> or somebody else. You said Bonds or, or someone else. So, <laughs> Maze. so <that's... laughs> Mark, Mark will be joining. Mark will be joining the Say Hey podcast too in a couple of weeks as well. And don't nice. forget next week the great Kevin Cunningham join in say hey podcast from giants futures very so, cool guys looks and like uh, our our podcasts here are pretty busy coming up my friends so good for both of us good for the both shows Can't wait. um yeah so i'm gonna wrap it up uh for steven and brooks this is say hey doug and say hey rob go giants, go giants. when the giants come to town it's bye bye baby every time Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.